You are now listening to Fangirl Feminist, Media and Feminism. Also, you have been warned. Spoiler warning! <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna name the title of this podcast, but hello and welcome to episode eight of Feminist Fangirl Media and Feminism. Today I am welcomed by my younger cousin. She is gonna join us t- in today's episode, and yeah, I guess we'll get into it. Make sure to follow me on my social medias. I am Ziggyowo on Instagram and Visco. That is Z I G G Y O zero O, and here on YouTube. And Spotify and on TikTok, I am Ziggy O Films, which is Z I G G Y O Films. That might change in the future because having two handles is a little confusing. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so welcome to episode eight. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the newest season of My Hero Academia, and that is season six. And we're going to talk about some things that we like, some things that we didn't like, and then also some feminist themes within the show. And maybe what it doesn't do good for feminism, because let's be honest, it's an anime. <laughs> Those aren't always the most feministic-y, in a sense. Yeah, so this is my cousin Hannah. Hi. And she herself is a young feminist and also a big My Hero fan. I am a huge My Hero fan, so very excited to talk about this. Oh yeah, so... <laughs> All right, so what I'm gonna ask you some questions here. We're gonna do a little I guess we're gonna do a little interview per se so What is your experience with my hero academia? You made me watch it when I was like 11 (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good show. Yeah, uh, have you ever read any of the manga? Oh, yeah, I read like the first one and then I like skipped ahead until like the 18th (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough Sometimes it's nice to like read ahead when mm-hmm. you know it's not out yet. Yeah, the smash anime. Like, nice. Two to five. I need number one still. I can't find that anywhere. How are the smash mangas? Oh, they're really good. Are they? Yeah. Heard it from yeah. her. Yeah. Smash mangas. <laughs> good. Um. Yeah, my experience with my hero. I watched it when I was in grade ten, and you're not even. That's funny. <laughs> you're not even. She's I'm not even fine. as. She's not even as old as I was when I started watching My Hero Academia. <laughs> But I've been watching the show for a long time. It was the first anime that I watched that made me like really fall in love with anime. Plus, I've met quite a few of the voice actors for the English voice acting. So like, I have, I have like, I'm, I'm gonna throw this out here right now. But before we begin talking about it, I'm gonna have an extreme bias towards the show because I love it and I have a lot of personal connections with yeah. it. And it makes, makes me cry like a little baby. I remember you talking about it. Like, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Good even, show. I didn't even know what it was. And you're like, oh, yeah, this character did this and whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good show. It's oh, fun to talk about. There's a lot of, it's, there's a lot of characters to talk about, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've read a few of the mangas, but I don't have them all. I've definitely read the first one. And I've definitely read 15 to 17. What you had 18 to? I just bought that. Oh. I haven't read. I haven't read that one. Yeah. <laughs> read that one then too. <laughs> so, as a young feminist, as this is a feminist show that explores media through a feminist lens, <laughs> what is your experience with uh, feminism? Um, the people at my school suck because <laughs> <laughs> they are not feminists, and honestly, why not? Yeah. <laughs> 
Be more woke. I don't know. <laughs> be more I like that. Woke. Why not? Well, because, like, I guess feminism is just about, like, wanting and hoping and trying to achieve a better future. Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't want that? For real. Where everyone has equal rights. So, that's kind of a good little intro. So, we're going to kind of talk about some things about the show. So, I got a very fun question <laughs> that I'm excited to ask. What are some of your favorite and least favorite characters? So, for favorites, I'd probably say Hiroshima, definitely. He's awesome. Um, Vibes. Sue? She's great. Um, I miss Magna. She's awesome. Yeah, I miss Magna. Oh, from the, yeah. Yeah, from the league. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's awesome. You're like... <laughs> I, it's been a while since I've watched the, oh, awesome. the other seasons. Because I usually, like, when a new season comes out, I'll usually, like, rewatch so I can, like, remember. But I didn't do that with the newest season. So it has been, like, a year since I watched yeah. season five. And it's been quite a few like years since years I watched since the first watched, one. Like, all of them. Yeah. For least favorites? Um, I don't know. Probably Endeavor. Endeavor. There's no way you can redeem that. That is allowed. Like, he's okay-ish now. Like, he's trying to be better, but I just don't think there's any coming back from that. Yeah. No, there isn't. Mm -hmm. Um, I like him as a character, like, which sounds like bad, but you need bad characters in a show yeah. to create a dynamic, but mm -hmm. obviously, like, as a person, little a little poop stain, we'll just <laughs> say, does not do very good things at all, so that is valid. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so, uh, characters you don't like. Talked about Endeavor, and now, Lost. Minato. <laughs> now, let's, He's let's... weird. Yeah, let's get into that. Like, he had a little bit of character growth, but not enough that I would say that I like him. Yeah, not enough where he's redeemable for his very, and I'll be honest, misogynistic comments. And mm -hmm. also creep. Like, he totally went to go peep on the girls. And I just think that that kind of humor isn't funny. It's, mm -hmm. yeah. It's just kind of gross. It is gross. It's misogynistic. And Mineta as a character, I think, still kind of shows that we have, like, a long way to go in media and stuff. Because I think he's supposed to be considered, like, a comedic relief, but realistically, he's just attributing to a lot of gender stereotypes and misogyny. Yeah. So yeah, I don't like my character. Like honestly, I have to agree. Probably Mineta's probably my least favorite character because he yeah. also just doesn't like doesn't do much. He doesn't contribute. No. Honestly, I have no idea how he even got into the UA. <laughs> Didn't they like they had this whole explanation for how everyone got in? I just want to know how Hagakure got in. Okay, for real. What like, did she do? I know, because you had to beat up robots. You had to beat up robots and she's just invisible. She That's all right? she does. That's all she does. She's just like, John Cena. Okay, you can't <laughs> see me. Alright. What do you do? What do you do? Yeah. What do you real, do? Real life superpowers. John Cena proves that. For real. Him and Hagakure have the same power. That's John Cena's child. <laughs> see, are you John Cena's secret love child or something? <laughs> Todoroki's next theory, <laughs> next conspiracy theory. Or no. Um, what are my favorite characters? So I'm lame, and I like the three big, the three big boys, the three head the three boys, boys, the three boys, Bakugo, Todoroki, and Midoriya. Those are my favorite. Probably goes Todoroki, Bakugo, Midoriya. Um, I have a thing for angsty boys, especially with face scars. <laughs> As a character. Oh, I got three scars. 
And then I think that I like Bakugo's character and the character development and the character exploration within Bakugo. Um, plus, he's just powerful. And I love powerful characters sometimes. Like, that's he's like, he's super powerful. And I think that's really cool. Same with, same with Todoroki. Todoroki's super powerful. He was literally like bred, unfortunately, to be powerful. Mm -hmm. And then I think Midoriya makes like a really good protagonist. Probably, I think like the first couple seasons, he, he was mid. I gotta admit, Midoriya has slowly, as the show's mid like, Oreo. Yeah, mid. Yeah, that's it's funny. in the name, man. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Um, but I think throughout the series, he's. I think the show does a very good job of character development, and Midoriya has had a lot of character de character development. I can't talk. All oh, oh my character development. And he was pretty boring, very one note, you know. Oh, I want to save the world and be a hero, just like All Might. Oh my I'm God, All Might gave me. Yeah, All Might gave me a power, and now he has like a lot of depth to him. He has a lot of pressure. He's kind of seeing the world in a new way as he's growing up. So. Almost like his one levelness can maybe be attributed to his like childlike look at life in the beginning season. So maybe it's not even that bad if you, because it's like character development. You gotta start somewhere. Character development. Exactly. I really love your characters. Uh, develop like character development in shows and plots is like salt while cooking. You need to have it for it to have flavor. And flavor is delicious. Yeah, like what Flavor's are you doing without flavorful. flavor? <laughs> the British. So, Hannah, why do you love My Hero Academia? Probably because it was like the first anime that I ever actually got into, other than like Pokemon, and I watched like two episodes of Haikyuu. Yeah. Haikyuu's <laughs> a good one. Like, you know, let's watch My Hero. We watched the movie first. Before I even saw yes! the first episode. Was it the first movie? Yeah, we watched the first movie. I haven't seen the second movie yet. Have you? I have. I watched that one in theaters. Ooh. It's so cool watching anime in theaters because it's like that type of animation. Yes. Just doesn't seem like it should fit on the screen, but then you get used to it and then it's majestical. Mm. Majestical. Yeah. Majestical. Mm. We gotta watch that. Yeah, and then there's a third one. Oh my gosh. And in the third one... The third one's really dope. It's like they, they got better and better. I mean, like, the third one's really chaotic, and I think that... <laughs> I feel like some of the fight scenes in the third movie could have been maybe planned out better with a better storyboard, because some of the... There were some continuity issues with the fighting. It's like someone would be, like, punching and going this way, and then all of a sudden they'd be over there, and you wouldn't actually understand how that happened. And that's very rare to see in animation these days, because they... You know? So, like, I feel like... Well, a little maybe overwhelming. The last one was fantastic. Yes. It was great. And so I think the My Hero movies have been slow. We'll have to do a, like, watch Very all three of them. Yeah, watch Heck all three yeah. of them. The first one was really good. No, I we can do... Yeah, it was good. Sorry. I totally was about to cut you off. That was <laughs> on me. But um, we'll definitely... We should, like, watch them. Yes. And then review them. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. the podcast episode? Yeah. I would, I would be happy to talk about My Hero twice on the show. I do yeah. love My Hero. So yeah, that's why she loves My Hero. I also love My Hero. One of the first anime animes that I watched. Definitely the first anime that got me like really, really into anime. So we Top stand. Tier. We love. Top tier. Top tier. <laughs> Definitely. Like I would consider it like 
Realistically, I know it's not one of the best animes, but it is one of my favorite animes. Probably, yeah. Probably my favorite anime. I don't tell people that's my favorite anime. I tell people, De uh, not Demon Slayer. I tell people Devilman's Crybaby is my favorite anime. <laughs> but if I'm being real, it's probably My Hero Academia. So. Yeah. Alrighty, so I guess let's um talk to talk. Let's get into Ooh. and talk about some things that we enjoy from the season. I think that season six was the best season of My Hero Academia thus far, for sure. I think the stakes were really high. I think we got to see a lot of the character development that we've been seeing throughout the show kind of like come to fruition. You know, we got to see a lot of characters kind of grow into who they're supposed to be, especially with like Kaminari, Bakugo, Kirishima. Deku's going through a thing right now, but we'll get into that. And then um, Mina, too. Mina yeah, had a good... Yeah, she had that whole little thing mm -hmm. with the Acid Man. With the Acid I Man. Love Acid Man. Acid Man favorite was good. Character. Favorite character. Acid Man. Made me cry. Uh, I got a little distracted because we have a painting up ahead that's like a bunch of different Rough Rider fans. Because me and my mom are in it. And there's someone that's dressed exactly like the Joker from... Wait, what? Yeah, let me... Okay, I'm actually gonna get up and show you. If you're listening to on Spotify, I am getting up and showing my cousin <laughs> this Joker right now. <laughs> Look at it! Oh no! It's so creepy! He's stuck in there, bro. Oh it's no! literally going like this. <laughs> that's so funny. He's like, hey, I'm here to watch the game. <laughs> But what were you? What were some things that? Well, actually, Robert, back that up. Um, what do you consider the best season of My Hero Academia? Would you agree with me or disagree? I feel like it was good that we got so much development in this season, and there was a lot of things that they did really well. Mm -hmm. But I think. Season four was honestly really, really good. I really liked season four. Season four was really good. That would be my second. Yeah. Mm, it gave so much development to the characters, but like this one is a close, close second for me. Like uh, it's hard to decide between those two. I, yeah, no, that's a very good, that's very valid. Um, I would actually very much agree because I think season four, the stakes were very, very high again, kind of similar to season six mm -hmm. and fights, development. Yeah, and then I think things slowed down in season five. I remember hearing yeah. about like basically nothing about my hero when season five was out. But now that season six is out, I've been hearing people kind of talk about it more. Yeah. And I feel like it pecked, pe it picked up the pace a bit. <laughs> I think things slowed down maybe just a little bit too much in season five to like retain people's attentions for that. So I'm happy that season six, because season four was very good. That was... Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, overhaul. Yeah. Yeah. And then I died and I was sad. <laughs> <laughs> I got um, Brandon McInnes, the, so I went to Calgary Expo this past, past weekend. If you've seen some of my social medias, then you'll probably know that. Um, but I got him. Yeah, a little plug in right there. Go follow, go follow There's some more content over there. <laughs> um, but I got him to sign the manga where Night Eye dies. <laughs> It's like, oh hey, you die in this one. Come sign it. I loved your role. One of them was short. And then you literally died in here. So yeah. No, but season four, season six, top tier My Hero Academia. So what were some things that you liked about season six? 
fact that there was a lot going on and there was like different characters got more like focus on them mm-hmm. and then some of them didn't get as much focus because they'd already been focused on mm-hmm. and then there was like all these plot twists and characters like being mourned and brought like, back brought back bro <laughs> like genius bro like what the heck and and mirio legit like i was like wondering who the heck that was Yes! I feel like I know that smoke from somewhere or something. And then it's just like, that's Mirio. Yeah, that was so touching. I was so happy because it's just, Mirio's story is so touching. Dude, like, honestly, talking about my hero is literally going to, this is how much I freaking love this show. It's kind of ridiculous. (laughs) But, like, literally talking about it is going to make me cry. But Mirio's character He's not, like, one of my favorite favorites, but he represents this, like, goodness. You know, this, like, this, like, puppy dog, wholesome goodness, you know, where... Loyalty and, like, perseverance. Yes! And and just... (sighs) Him going through losing his quirk and him being, like... Because he was supposed to be the successor of... Yeah, All Might. All Might, yeah, but then... All Might ran into Midoriya, and it's just, like, when he lost his quirk, it's hard to, like, imagine that, like, he could have maybe still had one after, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, like, but he still took it with the stride and, like, still wanted to help people even though he lost his quirk. So him coming back was such a magical moment. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Plus, um, Amajiki also got a moment, so yes. that was exciting. That was awesome. Yeah, anything else? Any other parts you liked? I like the Phantom Taxi. The what? Sorry. The Phantom Taxi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got all these people and he's just like, run! <laughs> people just jump out and they're like, we're gonna go save the world, bye! <laughs> oh yeah. And yeah. I cried when Twice and Midnight died. Oh, that was so sad! There are some very big emotional highs and lows in the show, which was very... kept it very enticing. No, very sad (laughs) moments. I I actually didn't even believe Midnight was, like, dead at first. I was hoping maybe she was just, like... Passed out. Injured. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, woof. She, like... Well, she did. She's gonna be six feet under here soon. Like, (laughs) ay, ay, ay. That was very sad. And, like, if you, like, consider it, too, like, the students were the ones who, like, found her mask and stuff... And that was, like, one of their teachers, and in the show, we literally hear Midoriya say that the worst thing ever would be if they lost Aizawa, because, like, that is their mentor and their protector, mm-hmm. and someone who's supposed to be, like, eons ahead of them, right? Like, in maturity and knowledge, and for the teachers to be getting injured in this battle is, like, this realization of how high the stakes are and how traumatizing this whole war and battle was, and... This show has a lot of, like, themes around trauma, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of cool to see it even further explored in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, uh, some things that I really, really liked about this season were definitely the fights during the first arc. Those were bloody brilliant. Vigilante Deku. I forgot to mention that. Oh yeah, Vigilante Deku! 
Oh, he was awesome. Yeah, you liked him? Yeah. It was dope. And those people from, like, the other school that were, like, who is this kid? Oh, yeah. And then he, like, ended up saving them. Oh, it was great. It was really cool to kind of see how other people perceived Vigilante Deku, too, because by the end of it all, they were all, like, everyone was scared of him. He's literally a 16-year-old child who's, like, tiny. He's, like, 5'3", bro. Yeah, like, he's so short. Why is everyone so short, bro? I'm taller than, like, half the kids. Yeah, honestly, and you're... <laughs> I'm tiny. <laughs> That's funny. Luna, I'm almost 5'10", so... I was, I was always, like, even when I was the age of the kids in the show, I was actually always way taller than them. Yeah. I was, I was the height of Todoroki, who's one of the tallest in the class. Mm. Yeah, I know. I I'm, like, way taller. Kirishima and Bakugo are, like, 5'7". Yeah, they're, they're short. They're tiny. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not, because what... I'm gonna Google his. I'm gonna. Where's my phone? I'm gonna Google his height really quick. In the in the once just as two, Shinso is like two times the height of Bakugo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture. I gotta show it to you later. You it's do. Hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> Bakugo's just like hunched over a little bit, and then Shinso, when he's standing up, is like two feet taller. <laughs> I'm like, is that a coincidence or like on purpose, or did they just like mess up the model sizes or what? That's hilarious. I was Todoroki's height, 5'9". Ooh, sorry. That's yeah. Now. now I'm like, yeah, you're going to be freaking, I'm gonna be taller, you're going to be taller than me soon. That's scary. Because I'm right now 5'9 and like three and a quarter inches, like almost 5'10", but not quite. So I grew like a little bit at the end of high school. I'm like 5.7 or 5, what, 5.7? 5.7. 9.73 or something. So we, we are the same height. We just measured, like, the other day. We're, like, the same height. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> You're gonna be taller than me soon. Oh, that's yeah, crazy. That's awesome. I have these platform boots. I'm gonna wear them. Well, you know what they say? You gotta start, once you're taller than me, you gotta start take, taking care of the bills. So, you're, you're the adult now, and I'm the kid. That's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> you look child. <laughs> Small. I'd love to be a child again. For Dude, real. the amount of free time I had in middle school messed up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I wasted it on? Binge watching Friends. My twice. God. <laughs> <Me too>. <laughs> <laughs> Glee's so good. I remember. Yeah. Glee, Glee in middle school was also such an era <laughs> for me. Such an era. Oh, hey, Kirk Cobain's that guy from Glee, right? <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe you went on to my podcast and just said that about Kurt Cobain. We love Kurt Cobain. Oh no. Stan. Um, some other things I really enjoyed about season six, as we kind of like talked about earlier, was the character development, but we got to see a lot of characters who we've seen slowly develop through the show, whether minorly or majorly, you know, like Kaminari versus Bakugo. You know, the time spent on them was way different, but they all kind of had their character development in their own way, and it was really cool to see that kind of finalized. Like, Kaminari not thinking he was ever, like, good enough to really be, like, some of the other heroes that his other cl classmates were, like, striving to be, so it was really cool to see him have his moment at the beginning of mm -hmm. the battle where he basically sets it off. You know, he gets, like, he got to be the spectacle for once. Yes. Yeah, and so that was awesome. And then we see Mina, who was struggling, like, in middle school with her 
not confidence, bravery. Yeah. yeah, her bravery. And then we see her like being influenced and inspired by Kirishima and then like using that. And now she has so much like confidence mm -hmm. and bravery and is able to like battle head on like Kirishima is. And like, they kind of grew that together because like in the, in like this fourth season four, when they had like the whole flashback to the middle school thing. Yes. And Hiroshima like froze and stuff because he was scared. And then, um, so Mina they're like developing him. They're like developing together and they just, they're being inspired by each other and they're fighting together. Yeah. And they're just, oh, I love it. Yeah. And it was really cool to see it come full round, both of them fighting this huge beast because that was the whole thing was it was yeah. like a yeah it's like something so scary when they were in middle school and it's really cool to see how like they the influence each other yeah the same yes! guys and, bro and like yes and the way they were able to this time attack it like head on and like oh, yeah. mm. Slay. <laughs> like Slay. we faced you before, we're gonna face you again. Yeah. I would have cried if the sedative didn't work and he literally did that all for nothing. I would have said this so like sad. five times. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Okay, wait, I have a couple people down here. Todoroki, his yes. that was the, the he did his little quote, right? Sorry, almost like that was like really cool. <laughs> just like in the face. I'm like, I got really into this. But as I said, Todoroki's like my favorite character. So Todoroki has a little like thing where he was like they were like because Karashima was all like, oh man, that sucks that they're saying this about you just because you're dad. And then Todoroki was like, he acknowledged his character development, actually, because he was like, no, that's my fault. I let Endeavor consume me, but I got to be my own person. So he literally, yes. like, his whole development is learning how to be his own person. And that... As he should. Yeah, and that he's, like, in control of his, like, actions and his consequences and... He like, yeah, he's getting to grow into his own person and be the kind of hero he wants to be and not what Endeavor expects him yeah. to be. So that was great to see. Self-confidence, self-worth. <laughs> yes. And then... Individuality. Bakugo. You were here like... Because I'm exploding. Honestly, out of everyone on My Hero Academia, I feel like it would be the most fun to cosplay Bakugo. Oh my gosh, yes. Make the grenade. Oh, because I want to wear those, Hannah. For hell. I want to wear those. And he's so, like, he's such a badass character, you know? You just, like, strut around with confidence. No, yo, because literally, because of those little bracelets, he has to walk like, yeah! <laughs> he's got to do the little. <laughs> I love the way they animate his walking. Right? It's got such a. <sighs> he's, like, trying to be confident, but he's over here, like, <laughs> he's strutting. I he's love it. He's strutting. Absolute uh, slay. Absolute slay. I hope I can't stop saying slay after everything I do. It's because the word slay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Bakugo, as we know, if you've seen the show, if you haven't seen the show, I guess spoilers. We have a, we have a warning at the beginning of the podcast, don't we? It's true. I do. I do. So, you were warned. I watched enough of your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... He was an arrogant person, and then he was finally able to acknowledge that the reason he would bully Midoriya and the reason he's such a whatever is because he f he's so scared of, like, not being good enough and that people are better than him that he will put them down so that he feels better about He basically admitted that he was a narcissist, 
Megan is gonna work on that. Heck yeah. <laughs> because a part that of- That is development. That is development. Because there's like two types of narcissists and it's like the narcissist who will build themselves up so that they can like feel better about, you know, better than other people. And then there's a the type of narcissist that will bring the people around them down so that they feel like better about themselves. Definitely think Bonker goes that kind of narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he acknowledged that and apologized to Deku. So like his whole, uh, his whole development about realizing that he wasn't the best, but that was okay because he can strive to get better, especially like seeing that yes. through Midoriya, you know, has come full circle. Yes. Beautiful to see. Why do I keep doing this? Alrighty, well, thank you for joining me. That has been episode eight of Feminist Fangirl Media and Feminism. Thank you for joining me this episode. Thank it you has for been great. Me. Of course. Like and subscribe if you like, if you liked it, if you want to, but it's a free platform so you don't have to. And I hope everybody has a wonderful day and week. Woo! Goodbye. <laughs>